on this podcast, we've talked ghosts, spooky internet videos, creepypastas, and some of the freakiest parts of Disney World. Now we are taking these internet urban legends back to their roots with some truly bizarre, unexplained archaeological digs from around the world. From alien-shaped heads to possible vampire skulls, do we have evidence that some of our most notorious Halloween monsters may have actually existed? Hold on to your skulls because this legend might blow your mind. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loey, your evidence expert. And I'm Eleanor, your friendly neighborhood skeptic. (laughs) Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest and weirdest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for, or we might just scare ourselves into staying up all night. But the one thing we know is that we are so excited to have you along for the ride. Today, we are talking about weird freaking skulls. I am so excited. You know this. Our listeners might not know this, but you know that I collect bones. I love bones. And I have been, look, I'm getting too excited already. I have been on the hunt for a human skull for about five years, but I refuse to buy it online. Have you really? Yes, I've wanted it so bad. But when you find them in oddity shops, they run like $800 to $1,000, like minimum. So I haven't found the perfect one yet. And buying it online sounds like, it feels like it's cheating. So I'm ready to be filled with jealousy at the sight of these, what I assume will be beautiful human or not human skulls. Listen, these are eerie ones, eerie ones with eerie backgrounds, not just any old noggin. These skulls are kind of unexplained. And we're going to be talking about the weird circumstances around them, how they were found, why they're so different from normal human skulls, all of the eeriest origins from the darkest skulls of the internet. And I'm so excited that you're so excited for Bone Talk. I'm so ready. I haven't even had my coffee this morning and I am just so stoked. I'm like buzzing. If you guys can see me, I'm vibrating off the floor. (laughs) I was just scrolling through TikTok, minding my own freaking business when I saw somebody talking about weird skulls found across the web and just found in like weird corners of the internet. Now, this TikTok then took me through a journey, a journey through the web, a journey through Reddit, a journey even to very bizarre tabloid websites talking about the origins of the skulls. Pinterest, we're really owning up to our internet urban legends name today. We are digging, digging, much like people dug for these skulls into the darkest corners of the web. Now, there are three skulls in this TikTok video that I originally saw that I wanted to dive into with you today. The ones that interested me the most were one that kind of looks like the skull has, for lack of a better term, like a very, very extreme cone head. It looks like a prosthetic, like it's an abnormally long cone-shaped back of the skull. A skull that looks almost like a demon, never seen it before in my life, will explain further. I don't even know what that could mean. We'll talk about that one first, because I think that it's one of my, uh, they're all my favorites, but like, oh, the demon one is just so weird. I harped on this for so long last night because I could not get over it. And the last one 
is a supposed vampire. That's the one I'm most excited about. So into the demon skull, and I'm going to explain these as best I can, but know that going into these, basically you just can't expect anything that is humanoid out of them. They're uncanny valley in the sense that they have human features, i.e. eye sockets and teeth and stuff like that, but there's always something just not quite right about them. And the demon skull is no exception. It almost looks like it's in a triangle shape with like more pronounced high curved cheekbones and really, really deep set eyes, like eye sockets. It looks like, what is the monster we talked about on the SCP episode? Oh, Mallow! Oh my God, it looks like Mallow! It looks like Mallow. If you have looked up Mallow at home, guys, it looks like Mallow, but it's a skull. It's really scary, but like more human somehow. Very scary, very scary. Yeah, not as like long of a snout. So if you guys are thinking that like dog-like snout, it's very flat in the front. There's actually really not like a nose. It's great, but it looks like Mallow, I'm telling you. Now, this skull, when I tell you I harped on the history of the skull for way too long last night, I was sitting there glued to my chair, reading tabloid magazines, trying to figure out how in the world that the following information came to be. So we're really gonna deep dive into it. Um, This demonic skull that we see in the TikTok, it was found in Germany. It was thought to be part of the Ananerba, which is a Nazi think tank that ran from 1935 to 1945. Now, our friendly local manager, Jake, who actually like lived in Germany, he told us that it means from the forefathers. So this whole thing is so bizarre. And I guess that like this Nazi think tank, they were really passionate about extraterrestrial and paranormal phenomena. The demon skull that we're talking about today is super, 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 super similar to another that was actually found in Russia. And these skulls have been linked together because they were thought to be evidence that the Nazis could have made contact with aliens or even potentially summoned demons. The other skull, Eleanor, it was found supposedly, according to this tabloid magazine, can we trust it? Maybe not. It was supposedly found in Russia in a Nazi briefcase. Not the one we're talking about today, but one that looked like it. Like, why? Like, if there's a demon skull that, like, an archaeologist (laughs) dug up. Number well, I think we wouldn't know about it, to be honest. I, I think we probably would not know about it. No, no, they would hide it from us. That's the thing. I would never think they would tell us about it. Like, is this skull a physical object? That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> or is this just like a Photoshop thing? Like, are do we have any evidence that this is like a, a real object? I always have to ask. It's internet urban legends, you know? There's no video footage. I wish we had more footage of it, more evidence of it. Do you remember in like the mid-2000s where there was a thing that looked like a dead mermaid that like, quote unquote, washed up and like, articles were written about this being like, is this evidence of a mermaid? And it turned out to be just like someone's like project. That's what this sounds like to me. Well, we're actually moving into a verified find. We're moving into Conehead Skull. And this one is really, really interesting. The Conehead, as we will lovingly call them, was found accidentally while on a dig in Mexico for an irrigation system that was being put in. Christine Garcia Morena from Arizona State University stated that they actually had 25 skulls. 
They were basically trying to link Conehead to other skulls that they were studying at the time. And 13 of those 25 skulls were deformed in kind of similar ways to Conehead, but none of them quite as extreme as Conehead themselves. Extreme is a good word to use. I, I Like I said, guys, I looked at all of these skulls. Conehead is by far the most extreme in terms of it being different from a human. Yeah. But with a face that's still very humanoid. This one's really interesting to me because it may have like religious context of the time that Conehead was buried. A lot of the other skulls that were kind of like linked to Conehead and potentially thought to be relevant in trying to understand what this skull was, how it got to be this way, a lot of them also had deformed teeth and skulls. Now, deformation was known apparently to be an ancient ritual to bind a person's head between two blocks of wood when they were buried. This was apparently to distinguish social classes. So how they marked those, I'm not entirely sure, but I guess that when the person died, they put the head between two blocks of wood, which may have, you know, changed it in some capacity, deformed teeth, deformed skulls. And I guess the other really bizarre thing, number one, this was found during an archeological dig. Like it's fully like a verified find. Number two, it's being looked into by this university who's kind of just like, listen, we've never seen anything like quite like this, but let alone in this area. So it kind of serves to rumors, especially online, especially on Reddit, you know how it goes, of the skulls either being potentially extraterrestrial or influenced by recent migrants to the area. You know, maybe migrants had come to this spot in Mexico and, um, you know, they were doing this like ritualistic burying with the with the blocks of wood. This find went viral on Pinterest of all places because Time Magazine posted <laughs> basically images of Conehead uh, with articles linked and stuff on Pinterest and people went crazy as they should. Interesting. Okay, this one, I, this definitely sounds much more credible than the first one. Like at the very least, this thing exists and is like a, a real thing that is potentially inexplainable. I feel like I'd have to like to to really deep dive into whether this could be real. I feel like I'd have to see the other deformed skulls because if Conehead just has a couple inches on those boys, maybe he just had extra tight wood blocks. But if everything else is like maybe slightly elongated by a couple centimeters and then Conehead is is Conehead, it's like a foot of of, of head past where an average person has one. An average person, <laughs> a human. <laughs> We are now moving into, ooh, I think you are gonna get into this one the most of all, Eleanor. And those of you at home, stay buckled in because we are talking about the scariest and most sinister skull of them all, the Venetian vampire skull. Are you excited or are you excited about the story I'm about to give about a vampire? I actually, you know this, I have vampire teeth. Like I, I haven't had fangs like implanted, but I have very distinct fangs on my teeth. So potentially an ancestor. So I'm going to take you back, oh, you know, just a couple of years to the 16th century. A mass grave was dug on a particular Venetian island for plague victims. So people who had died of the plague. There were so many casualties and so many people lost the plague, couldn't usually dig individual graves for people. 
everyone just shoved in a big hole. Now, one of the remains that was being buried in this gigantic mass grave was a woman who had a brick shoved into her mouth. Now, this is the Venetian vampire skull we're gonna be talking about today, who was found in this mass grave with a brick between her teeth, almost like her jaw had been forcibly opened. Now, she was also supposedly, when she was found, wrapped in a shroud, a cloth like a burial sheet. I guess it's like to cover the bodies. And it appears as though it had been deteriorated. I think at the point that this grave was like, you know, dug up and observed for whatever scientific reason, I'm sure it was. And the shroud was like eaten through. And my initial instinct or thought was, oh, worms. I don't know. Things in the ground. Like some... I'm picturing a hole. Do they even cover the hole? I've only know about the plague through like Monty Python. So listen, I don't know much more than you, sister. So I, I honestly don't know. All I do know is that this shroud, it looks like she chewed through it. Like it looks like something chewed through the shroud. Now, the reason this is relevant, even though it could be, you know, natural decomposition, whatever... There is a German vampire known as a shroud eater, okay? So the shroud eater in this, uh, I guess, kind of like mythology or urban legend at the time, they must eat the shroud and then their very own body to survive after death. I guess at the started when people's shrouds that they were buried in at the time, like, Whenever they would bring up somebody's body for whatever reason, they would see that the shroud was eaten and they would be like, oh my God, vampire. Even though, of course, there's probably a totally normal explanation. Wait, did she have the brick shoved in her mouth when she was buried? We're going to talk about the brick. When did the brick get there? We're going to talk about all of that in a minute. Other evidence actually points to this person potentially being a witch. The reason that this was uh, brought up as a possibility is that according, you know, to the woman's teeth and just what they were, it's amazing what they can tell from bones, right? Especially teeth. That's wild. Her little chompers. Her little chompers. Just the <laughs> scientists could look at her and be like, yep, she only ate grains and vegetables. Archaeologists in like thousands of years are going to be so pissed about veneers. They're going to find skulls and be like, crap. <laughs> this isn't giving us anything. <laughs> If my dentist doesn't give me fresh new veneers the minute I go in the ground, like, please install those babies on my deathbed. That's right. Do not put me in the ground with my, like, decades-old veneers. So uh, scientists were able to tell that she only ate grains and vegetables, which suggests, I guess, at the time, a low-class diet, although now it just suggests being a vegetarian. And also, the woman, okay, get this, was between 61 and 71 when she died. That is old as heck. For that time period. Wait, what's that to do with being a witch? Being poor and old? Being poor and then being old. Because she could have been accused of cheating death. What has that to do with being a witch? I mean, she could have been. Or not. (laughs) She could just be an old lady. Well, both vampires and witches in this time were feared for eating human flesh. (laughs) They were just like (laughs) the people of this time. If they thought she was a vampire, why'd they let her live that long? Maybe they didn't think she was until death for some reason. Like, I mean, maybe they were just watching this old woman get older and older and the plague happened. And they were like, yeah, Bertha over there. I don't know. What's a name from the 15th century? 
I love Bertha. It's just an old lady name forever. Bertha. We're going to call her Bertha. They were like, Bertha over there, she's 71 years old. Throw a freaking brick in her mouth. So it's possible that when she was buried, they were like, hey, this woman's old. Maybe she had some rumors floating around her of being a supposed vampire, a supposed witch. And that's why they think that maybe she was buried with this brick in her mouth. Also, she's a vampire. Why was she eating grains and vegetables? I'll tell you what, if I was a vampire, I don't even eat my vegetables now. If I was a vampire, I certainly, and a poor vampire, I would not eat them for fun. That's true. That's absolutely true. So more likely it's that, you know, there were these rumors around her and she was buried with a stone in her mouth for uh, superstitious reasons. Daily Mail posted this once again on Pinterest with a photo of Venetian vampire lady, and it caused a lot of other people to post skulls that were supposedly vampires. And that's kind of how this one went viral. Pinterest is skull central. I had absolutely no idea. I thought Pinterest was still like millennial crafts. I had no idea that there was this dark side of Pinterest. Next episode, (laughs) the dark side of Pinterest. Out of the three, which one do you think was the most, like, if any of them were going to be paranormal or extraterrestrial or creepy, like, ooh, spooky, I don't know, non-human explanation, which one would be the most likely, if any? Conehead, if any, for sure. I think if you hadn't told me about the, the wooden block explanation, I would be inclined to just believe that that was an alien, <laughs> like, genuinely. I don't know why an alien would have been buried on Earth, but, like, maybe, who knows? But because of the woodblock explanation and the fact that there were 13 other similarly, though not, I guess, dramatically altered skulls from the same place, it does sound like we have an explanation that it was for religious reasons and that this skull is just exceptionally strange. Okay, I agree with that. If any of them were going to be paranormal, I would have believed Conehead. I don't think Venetian vampire lady as much just because, like, I feel like everybody was being accused. If you were a woman, you were a witch. You know what I mean? At least that's how everything makes it seem now. So, okay, then out of the three, which one interested you? Like, which one are you going to research for the rest of the night the most? The Venetian vampire, because I'm genuinely interested in, like, the myth of a shroud eater. And I think even if potentially like (laughs) she was not actually a vampire, I do think it's very likely that people thought she was, which for me as like a bit of a history buff is equally interesting. I had never even heard of this before. So that to me is fascinating, but I will also keep up with Conehead because what the hell? (laughs) I need like a definitive explanation. I do think the demon is probably just a Photoshop picture. It's giving me very washed up mermaid. But the other two, fascinating. As always, we really want to know what you guys think about this one. Which one was your favorite? Which one did you think was the scariest? Tag us on social media with hashtag gruesome twosome. We would love to follow up with you guys after this episode goes up. This was one of my favorite episodes, Lo. This was so fun. Thank you all so much for listening. We are your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved diving into the world of internet urban legends with you. You can find all episodes of Internet Urban Legends for free exclusively on Spotify. 
don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lowybug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, Ed Simpson, Brent Montgomery from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro with associate sound design by Michael Motion. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, John Cohen, and Kristen Acevedo. It is associate produced by Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Emma Gladstone and Kyle Dearborn. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor Barnes, aka The Gruesome Twosome. <laughs>